I thought personal development was just reading a self-help book and learning from that and saying that you're on a personal development journey. What I actually realized is being on a personal development journey is actually self-mastery. And what that should entail as well is being able to take care of the mind, body, and soul. Microphone check, one, two, what is this? You're now listening to a brand new episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Look what you done started. Talk to him. Attorney, high-performance coach, and speaker Cherie Prince asks hard questions to really get to the bottom of what makes entrepreneurs tick. From starting a business, marketing, strategies, and the ins and outs of their industries. We talk everything from book recommendations, lifestyle hacks, and everything possible to get you inspired and motivated to build your own business. The Play Big Faster podcast starts now. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Today, we have a life and transformation coach. We have Ken Yu with us. Hey, Ken. Hi. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Well, listen, when I was looking at some of the things that you've done, I thought it was really interesting that you started out with digital marketing. And so now you are in a somewhat different space. Could you kind of tell us who you are, who you serve, and how you made the transformation from digital marketing? When I was younger, I've always been on a journey of personal development. I was always placed in a very competitive setting, being an athlete, playing different sports, team sports. We're always in a competitive setting. And I kind of took that outside of the sports and applied it to my everyday life. As I got older, after high school, I found a passion for marketing and advertising. So that's what I went to school for. And as I was continuing to be on my personal development journey, eventually, as I got older, I finally committed to my health and I got into the best shape of my life. And when that happened, I finally had an epiphany that I feel that I can genuinely help people on the path of personal development. And from there, back with the marketing and advertising skills, I think it just kind of paired up very well with each other to be able to help as as many people as possible just pursue being the best version of themselves. You mentioned you played sports. Which sports? Uh, I played a lot of basketball, volleyball, and in terms of martial arts, I, I did Taekwondo. Now, okay, side note because I know this is your interview, but my son is a first degree black belt and he got the black belt right at the onset of COVID and he has not been back since. We really enjoyed Taekwondo. So yeah, definitely. It's a great way to get in shape. Definitely. Now you do life and transformation coaching. What does that look like to someone who's unfamiliar with that? What I do is I help people create specific programs to better themselves and help them become their their highest self. And what that entails is some mindset coaching, training, and nutrition coaching as well. A lot of it, when I first started, I thought personal development was just reading a self-help book and learning from that and saying that you're on a personal development journey. What I actually realized is being on a personal development journey is actually self-mastery. And what that should entail as well is being able to take care of the mind, body, and soul. And with that being said, it needs to be taking care of your body physically, eating the proper food and having their proper nutrition so you're optimized and you're properly fueled, and then also feeding your mind with 
the right information and the right positive things that's going to give you a positive mental attitude. That is so good. There is no one cookie cutter solution. Every solution is individual. 100%. How does that translate? Do you do one-to-one or one-to-many coaching? In my program, I offer a one-to-one or group coaching. And really depending on the specific needs of the individual, sometimes people may need more accountability and would want to work with me one-on-one. In the one-on-one, we do have a deeper connection and have the opportunity to discuss a lot more. In the group coaching, it's primarily based around mindset, training, and nutrition. Depending on what the individual needs, one-on-one, they get my 100% undivided attention. The group coaching will have the calls and there's other the clients as well, and we primarily discuss about mindset training and nutrition. Okay, so here's something that I'm always interested in. No matter what type of coach you are, you run into certain objections. What are some of the objections that you run into when trying to inform people about how important transformation coaching is? I think the most common objection is just people believing that they don't need it or they don't need a coach. And for me, I really don't handle that objection because I believe when the time is right for that individual and they continue to see growth and transformation in another individual that they're constantly watching, eventually they're going to have a switch that flicks in them and say like, hey, I need to be better. And eventually that will handle the objection itself. A lot of times people believe that they don't need a coach, but when they finally feel stagnant and they finally want to make the commitment to level up, that's when they make the shift in themselves internally to decide to find a coach or a mentor that's going to help them pursue their the path of life in a, in a different way. With your group coaching program, is that just like an ongoing thing where people can become a part of a community or is it six months, 12 months? How does that work? It is ongoing. Well, basically, my group coaching starts at $2.99 a month and then Three months is $750, and one year will be a little bit more. We have weekly calls, and then as people decide to learn what they learn in the three months, or say, for example, they go through the training program after three months, and they decide that they don't, they don't need to work with me anymore, that's completely fine, because in that three months, we've developed them in a way that they become more disciplined, and they've developed a healthy habit, and have changed their lifestyle for something that I hope that they continue to live for the rest of their lives. However, if they feel that they still need that accountability, then they might sign on for longer and continue to have that community to hold them accountable. It really depends on the individual, but my goal is to be able to coach these people, let's just say if it is three months, help them get to a point in three months where they develop the healthy habits, they develop discipline, and they change their lifestyle into a way where they're continuously progressing to have each day that they go through living with intention. I think that is so awesome for what you do now. I've heard you say a couple of times when I was younger, tell us about your life growing up. I think in my life, I had a pretty good childhood. I've always got what I wanted. My parents loved me a lot. My family loved me a lot. And one thing that I think I'm extremely grateful for is having two older brothers that really served as my role model when I was younger. One of them is three years older and the other one is four years older. So you can really see how I kind of live my life in their lens, but still live my own life as I was growing up. Because with them being three years older, I'd learned a lot that people that were a little bit older 
would kind of be exposed to where if I was five years old, I was exposed to things that maybe eight or nine year old would be exposed to. And from there, it really gave me that opportunity to really learn a lot faster, in my opinion. When you mentioned that at some point you got into the best shape of your life, tell us what led you to that point. In 2022, I actually got my real estate license. And when I was pursuing my real estate license, I felt that I needed to get into better shape. I wanted to really be in good shape so other people can see me and say like, wow, Kian's in really good shape. He's definitely taking care of himself. I know he's going to be able to take care of me as a client. That was kind of what I had in in the back of my mind. And prior to that, before I got my real estate license, I've always been ashamed of my body just because as I looked in the mirror every night, I've always had that extra body fat on me and I've always felt that I could do better, but I never made a commitment until I decided to get into real estate. That wasn't what actually propelled me to get the results that I have now. When I was getting my real estate license, I had that thought of, I wanted to get into the best shape of my life so I can show other people that I'm better than them. But I took a seminar, which really transformed my mindset because I had a competitive background. I was always thinking very competitively. So that's why I was thinking I needed to be in the best shape of my life so I can show other people that I'm better than them. When I took that seminar, it really shifted my mindset to be more collaborative than competitive. And after that seminar, it really transformed my thought to think this way instead, is I need to get into the best shape of my life so I can show other people that they can do the same. And that was more of a collaborative mindset. When I had that mindset shift, that was what actually allowed me to transform my physique into the next level. So I think being competitive had actually held me back and never really got the results that I was looking for until I shifted it into a way where it became more of a collaborative mindset. It actually made me show up for other people and actually gotten me the results that I was looking for in terms of my own physique. Well, let's unpack that because for someone who may not have a background in sports or someone who does not exercise on a regular basis, how do you ease them into the concept of holistic health? Well, one thing that I always recommend people to do, it's one of the easiest thing to do, but still one of the hardest things to do is to just go for a walk, 15, 20, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, however long, it doesn't matter, but go out every single day, rain or shine, and just go for a walk. A lot of people will be able to do it when the weather is good, but once it starts raining a little bit, they're going to have that mental battle of, it's raining, I'm not comfortable with going out for a walk, and they don't end up going out for that walk. And if you can overcome that, that's a great start to start shifting your mindset and also to build discipline to just be able to go out for a walk regardless of how you're feeling because of the weather. Awesome. In the midst of doing all this, what do you do for downtime? What are your hobbies? A lot of times is honestly, it's just reading, learning, consuming information about nutrition, training, more mindset stuff, philosophy. I'm really big into stoicism. So I love, I love to, to learn more about stoicism and just philosophy. And yeah, once in a while, if there is a good show, on Netflix, maybe I'll spend a couple hours every now and then just to unwind and, and watch a show or a movie, but it's not very often. A lot of times I personally like just watching educational videos on YouTube or other source of information that I can I can get. What are you reading now? Right now, beside me, I have this book here, 
which is 177 Mental Toughness Secrets of the World Class. I also have beside me The Daily Stoic. So those are kind of my books that are like one-pagers that I read once a day. A couple other books that I have beside me. I have this one, which is called How to Know the Higher World by Rudolf Steiner. I just started this book, but I think it's just kind of talking about the universal intelligence or the higher way of thinking. So still new to me. That's kind of what I have. And then I've also been diving into these marketing books, which is $100 million leads and then $100 million offer by Alex Formosi. So that's kind of just what I've got on my desk right now. Did you watch Alex's launch on YouTube? I watched the replay. Okay. I didn't watch it live. I watched the replay. Yeah, I watched it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, he did a really great job with that. And, you know, his his tactics are, are what I also like to study too. So I do watch a lot of his educational videos. They're, they're very good. I highly recommend them for anybody that, that's in business. If you had one piece of advice that you can give to someone who was on the fence about working with a coach like you, what would that advice be? Advice working with a coach? Just trust their intuition. I believe people's subconscious is what they can use as their guideline. So intuitively, if they're feeling that they need to make a change in their life and their conscious mind is telling them no, they should just listen to their subconscious. The subconscious is never wrong. The subconscious will always tell you what is the best for yourself. And you just really need to be able to dive within and listen to your subconscious and use that as your guideline. Just for example, there's a lot of people that have certain vices, whether it's drugs, alcohol, overeating, or pornography, whatever their their vice is, partaking in that vice, their subconscious is telling them, oh, they shouldn't be doing it. And they have to listen to that in order to make a change. So that's where I really believe the subconscious can be used as an individual's guideline. Do you have any thoughts as to whether daily habits or disciplines can inform how you make those decisions? 100%. My philosophy is if you're able to develop a system for yourself where you can start collecting wins early on in the day, then your mindset does become stronger and you'll start to see a little bit more of a further vision of your purpose. And when you can take care of yourself early on in the day, then later on, as your willpower kind of depletes, you will be able to be stronger with your discipline. Going back to Alex Hermosi, one thing that he said on a podcast that I listened to was that he starts his day early and he schedules his appointments in reverse. So he may start at five o'clock, four o'clock, three o'clock, and that's the way he schedules appointments. Do you have any suggested routines for how to win the day and make it the most productive? Yes. So for me, it's setting yourself up with things that you can have immediate wins right off the bat the moment you start your day. So for example, for me, it's taking a cold shower the moment I get up and then getting my supplements in and then reading and reflecting. So I'll journal and also do a little bit of reading and then I'll quickly get a a quick pump. So I'll do a quick burpee routine, something to just get my blood flowing. And then if it's a day that I'm training, then I'll get my gym session in. Or if I'm not training that day, then I'll maybe just do a little bit of stretching. Just do those few little things that just sets me up to have a great day. So it's giving myself the self-love that I need first every single day before giving myself to others. That's kind of the way that I like to coach people to do. And it's something that works for me. It's something that I'm consistent with all the time because 
it's my own self-love process that I do for myself. And I came across something where Alex Hermosi was like, your morning routine won't make you rich. I completely agree with him, but it's still a process that I won't neglect because it makes me feel a certain way. When do I know that I'm done or am I ever done? When you're done or when you're ever done? Well, with personal development, as I said, is self-mastery. And the term mastery is not a destination. Mastery is a journey. So I don't think anyone can ever be done with personal development. It's a continuous quest that somebody is on. There's no destination. It's just the journey that you're enjoying day in and day out. I actually agree with that. Here's the burning question. If somebody wants to know more about you or contact you or find out how to work with you, tell us how to get in touch. The best way to get in touch with me is on Instagram. You can DM me anytime. It's me responding. I'm always on Instagram. That's the main point of contact for me. My Instagram is at Kianyu, at K-E-A-N-E-Y-U. And from there, anytime you message me, that's the quickest way that I respond. You can get a hold of me very, very easily on Instagram. Well, look, Ken, thank you so much for taking time to share some of these gems with us today. Hopefully, you guys are on your personal development journey. If you are not, you know who to call. Go straight to Instagram. He's there. He's waiting on you. And you're not going to get a box. You're going to actually talk to him. So thanks again. And until next time, play big faster. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Want more entrepreneurial content? I like this. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes. I've already subscribed. I just clicked on it. Don't forget to like and leave a review. Share with a friend that needs this in their life. I think you need this more than I. Oh, and make sure to follow Cherie on IG at Cherie Speaks. And remember to play big faster.